Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Before we start, I would like to draw your attention to my weekly email newsletter, Friday Focus. Each Friday, I focus on one topic with one action arising. The link to sign up is in the show notes or head over to amyrolinson.com and sign up right now. Today on Focus on Why, I am joined by Aggie Karamidas. Welcome. Thank you, Amy. It's a, it's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, it's a return conversation because you very kindly had me on your podcast recently in your personal development mastery podcast, which was fantastic. And we had a wonderful conversation. So I highly recommend anybody to go and find that episode and listen to it. Can you remember what episode number it was, Aggie? It was 232, 232. Perfect. Thank you. So 232 and this episode is 290. So therein lies two very, very prolific podcasters. And that's uh, that's also my, my word, what I was uh, thinking of. And uh, it, it is great to have this uh, conversation, Amy. Yeah. So tell, tell us, Aggie, what is it you're up to at the moment? So podcaster is uh, the, the first uh, thing I identify myself uh, with for the last few years anyway. So that is takes the, the most amount of my, my effort, my time. It is my true passion. And I suppose we will talk about that uh, in more detail later on, but I, I will leave it to that for now. So that is my main thing is my, my uh, podcast, my passion, my mission, uh, personal development mastery. Um, yeah, and I will add to what you were say you said earlier about me having you as my guest in the podcast uh, not so long ago. It was a very intriguing conversation. I really enjoyed it, and of course, the dynamics of the conversation are very different when one is on the um, receiving end of the questions or on the the asking end of the questions. I I, I like both of them. I know you do as well. So it's. Uh, for me, very interesting to be on the other end of this conversation, not so long ago after our previous one. So <laughs> excited. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very different role that you you take on in the two different seats here. And I have to say, I do love being a guest, but I love being a host because I get to hear all these incredible stories from everybody else that they've got to share. And I guess, you know, you, you do become a little bit tired of your own story because you know it so well. So it's much more intriguing and fascinating to hear other people's stories. Sure. Uh, what I find, I agree with you completely. Uh, what I enjoy being a guest in others' podcasts, not all the times, but many times I must questions that I have never thought of answering or verbalizing in such a way before. So that gives internal clarity because I have to think and uh, articulate what I'm thinking about that. And that is... Uh, self-revealing sometimes so that's one of the things i appreciate very much but of course uh, yeah being uh, the host and asking the questions is uh, even more um, fascinating 
for me, for sure. <laughs> and you raise an interesting point about that, about having that internal clarity, but also finding out more and revealing more about yourself. Because often if you're asking yourself questions, they're coming from a position of bias. You're already thinking about something and then you're going to be asking yourself a question that isn't going to be as challenging as if someone who has no idea about you or your background or your stories or your history, it will come from a different perspective. Certainly, and it helps when you get other people's perspective about these things. Otherwise, when you connect, if you manage to ask yourself and connect with maybe what's higher within you, some uh, deeper level of wisdom, then you might get a, a very insightful answer. But many times uh, we just stay on a, a purely mental level and the answers we get is only um, it's they are limited by our knowledge our limitations uh, we don't see outside of that Mo most of the time but of course there are uh, exceptions but certainly a different person another objective perspective of Uh, of that gives another level of, of clarity and realization. So I see you're taking notes, which is, <laughs> that's how I do it as well when I, do. <laughs> when I, I, I speak. <laughs> I am a prolific note taker. And, yeah. and the reason I do that is it's because I'm a visual person. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching you now on the video. People who are just listening to this on the podcast don't have that benefit. But what I do is I, I record the words that mm. people share Mm -hmm. And I pull on those threads a little bit deeper. So I'm going to go back to something you were saying right at the beginning, that sure. you identify yourself at the moment as a podcaster, and it's your true passion, mm -hmm. and that you're on a mission with your mm -hmm. personal development mastery. Explain to, to us what it is that has led you to pursue that passion and to focus on that mission. My whole life's journey, really. I mean, that's a, a so multifaceted uh, question. I will start with the identity bit, which I said, and you repeated uh, the words. So uh, up to not so long ago, my identity and what I always identified was my uh, title as a dentist, which is what I studied to do and I practiced for over 20 years. And... That took the role. My, my, that was my identity. It has been for a very long time. The the podcasting, um, and that's the interesting thing is that it might have been an identity and a very strong one. But I, I never felt that, that kind of passion that I'm talking about now. That I'm talking about uh, the podcast. So to to condense a little bit the the story and what it happened is that once I started this podcast personal development mastery which uh, it was from i remember from a conversation it was uh, just a similar time to when you started uh, yours uh, it started as from curiosity i see it as a joyous exploration it was something that intrigued me was intriguing me you know to express myself and uh, delve into explore this medium of podcasting and very soon that also coincided with the lockdowns and having uh, like many people much more free time than I used to so I really went down and was doing two episodes two interviews a week so that gave me a lot of momentum at that time and it made me realize that wait a minute this is not just something I do out of curiosity or out of fun I'm really passionate about it I could tell I mean you you 
you can tell these things because you have this enthusiasm that comes uh, from you or through you when you talk about these things or you do these things. So it became very quickly and I realized that it was a passion and it was not so long after that, maybe a few months down the line, that uh, that continuing passion and what I was doing and the feedback I was getting, it clicked inside me and I saw it and I still do up to now as a mission much more than anything else that, you know, it is something that I must do. I have the duty to do and I use these words not in the in a restrictive uh, term or something that I'm forced, it's forced upon me. It is something that I, I feel I have a moral obligation, if, if I can use that phrase, that this is what I must do. It is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I think I'm starting to repeat myself, so I'll take a little pause here. <laughs> it's not necessarily a repetition. It's more a case of just in, the emphatic element of that it mm. is so important to you yeah. that, and you are pursuing something that means a lot to you. Explain the transition, if you can, from being a dentist to being a podcaster. Are there any similar areas that you've, you've been able to bring across? Yeah, that's a great question, and uh, I've thought of it a few times. Of course, there are uh, some elements that come across, like, um, for example, the communication with the other person. Even though with the podcast, I completely took that communication to a different level. There are much... There is... There are some restrictions in what I was communicating with, let's say, my patients, since you mentioned this uh, transition. So the, there were similarities and differences at the same time in this term of communication. The big difference, and I will reiterate really what I said earlier, is that when you do something that you really, that flows from you, that you're enthusiastic about, that shows. And the other person can pick that up rather than, you know, when you are okay or fine with something and don't have this really um, spark inside you, that, uh, yeah, yeah, that enthusiasm, that's the, the word, I think it's the most appropriate uh, word, it's, it's a Greek word as well, which I'm sure you, you know, but it, it means like the, the God or the divine from within, uh, I'm, I'm f loosely translating it, but that's basically what it means. So it comes from you and it comes from a, a very deep part of you or, or a, you know, a, a spiritual, if you want, a level of you. Uh, and you intensify your note-taking now with that, which is... Well, <laughs> what, I, what I'm thinking right now is, yes... They're very different professions. Yes. But what you're doing is you're working with this area of around the mouth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, and obviously teeth are a very important part of language and in enunciation of, of, of words and, and very much the case. And, but it's also, you know, a smile, you know, and having a toothy smile, just having that, that connection with someone. So I'm just wondering whether... You know, you, you were talking earlier about the superficiality and then the depth, whether you've gone further behind now what you were before. Yes, I have gone further 
deeper also is is the word because I'm I feel more connected with well I will use a word that you use all the time in your podcast with my why with my with my my reason there is deeper connection the more you are I feel the more you are connected with that the more you can really shine and do what uh, uh, you're meant to do you're ex- exceptionally good at doing uh, there is that word superpower if you had told me that word uh, like three years ago I would say what are you talking about get out of here what superpower but now I really accept that word because it is it is something unique that I believe we each have it's a, a specific unique uh, ability or set of skills or gifts if you want and yeah, when you realize them, discover them, and you connect with them, then that's when you're doing, um, I will use the word magic, which is the word that came to mind without meaning uh, something else out of it, but that's the word that came, so I, I used it. Uh, yeah, it's magic. it can be magical when all this connect. <laughs> well, it's funny because you're talking about superpowers, and we were actually introduced by um, Adrian Hales. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the superhuman journey, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. his. So we're talking here about all of these elements that we can't quite explain. Essentially, that doesn't have that. Yeah, it's still a mysterious. It, as you said, magic. <laughs> T- tell me, because I I love Greek mythology. Yes, <laughs> me how too. much? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so talk to me about how does that have a an element in your work? Is there a, a connection there with? I had never thought of it like that. So I think it does on a maybe a more subtle level. It's not something that I can immediately give you an example that uh, that comes to mind, but. Uh, I'm sure all these stories which I've learned in school and they, they they have permeated, you know, the way I think or the ways of some things anyway. And uh, yeah, I'm sure it it influences or it affects how I, um, you know, do some things. But as I told you, it's more in a more subtle way. I wouldn't be able to give you a specific. Uh, Example, as much I would love to now that you you say that. If it comes to my mind later on, I will I will tell you. <laughs> well, you've also got the image of your podcast. Explain mm-hmm. your image of the podcast for those who can't see it behind. Oh, that's you. interesting. Thank you, because it's also very new. I only uh, incorporated a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, or something like that. Very cool. So it is. Um, it depicts a person that is pushing something that looks like a a huge rock or a boulder up a hill. You could interpret it like that, and it's a very accurate, uh, I think, (laughs) representation. It does link into philosophy and, you know, the ongoing nature of things or the repeating nature of some things, hopefully going upwards and not going downwards. But the other very interesting aspect that this logo has, in my opinion, is uh, the the shadow. The, it shows also a shadow and uh, it makes me realize and it represents that there is, in personal development, there is also another part of us, that shadow part of us, um, that is not... Uh, as 
commonly discussed in personal development or in seminars or things like that, but it is equally, if not more important than the, the other elements. In other words, and I will simplify it as much as I can, um, you have to face the shadows if you want to go up that hill or that slope of towards you know, fulfillment or self-actualization or however you want to describe it. There is some shadow, some dark part of you that unless you um, face it and deal with it, it will drag you down, it will slow you down uh, and all these things. So these are all uh, the elements that uh, hopefully the logo of my, the podcast uh, represents in such a way. Um, Yes. Well, I mean, I immediately when I see it, it I, I know it's not quite the same, but it just for me, it it looked like it was Atlas who was condemned to hold up the heavens and sky for eternity. But that's where <laughs> I saw the Greek mythology connection come in. But as you're right, it's a case of it's a it's a rolling up the hill, and it's an all it's a constant journey. It's a constant journey for sure. It's constant, and I think uh, the moment we stop. And that may be another uh, role of this uh, slope, which I hadn't thought of it before. So thank you for uh, <laughs> bringing this up for me. It's uh, You have to keep on putting the effort because the moment you stop, it's going to roll backwards. That is the, nat the natural order of things is to go like gravity will pull you down. So you have to keep on making the effort if you want to, to go up. It won't happen automatically it's the opposite that happens automatically when you uh, stop applying effort you go back and uh, uh, worryingly quickly sometimes <laughs> so, so Aggie tell me what has led you on this personal development mastery sort of quest um Amy it was about seven years ago uh, I had just finished the a master's degree in aesthetic dentistry and I was expecting of myself after finishing a, a master's degree to be all fired up, you know, enthusiastic to do, apply the, the knowledge and, you know, do some amazing stuff. And instead of that, I found myself being unmotivated, being confused and uh, wondering what's wrong with me. I mean, I've done uh, a master's degree which took two years of my life, a significant amount of both money and the effort, which was much even more important. And there I am at the end of it, not feeling like I want to do any of that. And that triggered, I think it also coincided uh, with my, me starting my 40s, which is a decade, the decade that does uh, create some uh, uh, midlife uh, beginnings, as, <laughs> as you were saying in our other conversations. So all this combined led me to start looking for the answers because I thought this is not right. I can't carry on my life like this, unfulfilled and empty and wondering what's wrong and having self-doubts and... That's when I first, you know, got into personal development, found some books, learned about, uh, you know, it was the, the catalyst. I think the biggest catalyst in the journey was when I went to a Tony Robbins event in 2017. And that really shifted me um, literally within a day very much and changed me from the 
the person that I was, which I was um, a very shy, reserved. I wouldn't speak up for myself or share my opinion. Uh, I was, you know, uh, uncomfortable when I was with people I didn't know. And uh, I realized that these were all limiting beliefs. It was a, a pattern uh, or a set of patterns of behaviors that they were um, constantly present in my inner dialogue when a situation like that would arise. And until that moment, I never, I had never thought of that. I always thought that's who I am. I'm the shy, reserved Aggie. Uh, and at that event, with a, a massive um, emotional explosion that I had, which uh, I'm not going to go through here in the conversation because it's uh, it's it's not very pleasant to hear, even though it can be entertaining, but it's uh, it was not very fun. Um, I realized these things, and then very short afterwards, over the next few months, I changed my approach with. Um, you know, people, I, I enrolled in a public speaking course uh, and then not so long afterwards, I started my first podcast. So I really, um, all those, um, you asked me about the why and the why I'll bring myself back to that. Uh, the why was the, the desire to understand who I am, to understand my life and why I don't feel fulfillment in my life despite I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, so that that was the trigger. That was the why for the journey. And of course, <laughs> the more I went down the journey, the more I realized that this is it. This is the real journey. It's not about careers or anything like that. It's about life itself and being able to make the most out of it. I know that's a very... Uh, a widely used phrase and it's very vague but if I were to explain that a bit more I would use the word I think I used it already fulfillment really doing what in a sense you are meant to do in, in terms of purpose that's uh, how I mean it uh, yes I think I took a little different direction towards the, the end of it so I will take again a little pause for you if there was something you wanted to uh, go back to well I mean I love I love that you've you've adopted the midlife beginnings phrase and it's not mine I, I heard it somewhere else so I can't claim full full of it but it just describes it beautifully what it is at this point in time for a lot of people who are entering into their 40s or even 50s for some. Mm. So you started looking for answers and you had those self-doubts and you're questioning like, what's wrong with me? Recognizing that it wasn't you, that it wasn't what's wrong with me. This is a, a time in life that a lot of people experience. Mm -hmm. What is it that you have now learned, adopted, taken on, that you can embrace? That's so many things. It's difficult to, if I were to summarize them, it would be a completely different way of living my life and not doing many of the things that I used to do, doing other things that I never used to do. You know, there are uh, there is that phrase that says that most people know what to do, but they don't do what they know. And 
That is true, as simple as it is. And I was one of those people, uh, those people. I knew that there was X, Y, and Z that I wanted to do. For example, to exercise more, because I would rarely exercise at that time. But still, I wasn't doing it. So um, it's difficult to isolate specific elements uh, when you ask me that. I think most areas of my life one way or the other changed because of that because I took a different approach to everything you know from my my health or my routines or the way I, I look at uh, money and finances or um, you know social life uh, all these things that <laughs> just didn't feel right at some level before I am I can't say that, you know, I've got everything right now. <laughs> I'm very, very far far from it. It's not that. But I am more conscious of my approach with these elements. And uh, I write them down. I review my goals, you know, all these things that uh, from time to time uh, give you the indication or the metrics of whether you are on the path of where you said initially you would go or you need to adjust or... Uh, all these things. Um, and I wanted also to add, because you mentioned the, the midlife of, uh, beginnings, and uh, I think the, that the term that most people use, the crisis, the midlife crisis, happens to people who are really unprepared for it. So it really hits them like a crisis because they uh, they have been completely unconscious up to that that point. So it hits them hard. When you have... A little bit of more, um, you know, insight or understanding about, or you are more conscious and present in your life, then it's not as much of a crisis. And of course, I will speak very generally, and I may be off this, but that's how it it feels to me, that the more you are prepared for this period in your life, the less it's going to be a crisis. Uh, <laughs> and I thought it was something uh, interesting to add. And uh, yeah, I changed the subject a little bit. <laughs> it's great. And going back to where I identified with the fact that you've been working in and around the mouth, you you spoke, mm. you said that you wouldn't speak up for yourself, that you were the, the shy, reserved Aggie, that you wouldn't share opinions mm -hmm. and that you were having a lot of inner dialogue and you went on the public speaking course. You've launched a podcast you are now living life in a totally different way. You've slowed down and yet sped up at the same time in this area. Mm -hmm. Again, those that switch, and you said that you had a shift in a day, and, and we don't need to go into you know what you had to go through for that, that emotional explosion that you said was not fun. Mm -hmm. But explain to people who are feeling that they're on this edge right now of realization that life is not how they want it to be what they could be doing to to take some of these changes on board well the first thing i uh, they're doing it already and it's listening to your podcast and this uh, these conversations because they give um triggers they give uh, insights they give ideas uh, that come and you know, don't get me wrong, they don't necessarily come from the host or the guest, but the conversations make something emerge within 
uh, one that uh, makes sense and they they can uh, implement it. So, yeah, recognizing that this is the case and accepting it is the very it's the first step. Listening to uh, podcasts or reading books or per personal development uh, certainly helps. And then, of course, it it all depends on the individual circumstances but I usually say that it's a matter of taking small consistent actions every day which over time they, they build up uh, and coming back to what I was saying earlier uh, most people know what to do but they don't do what they know so if there is something that you know <laughs> deep down that you should be doing that is the, the answer to the question already you you know what to do just do it and it might seem like a massive huge thing you don't have to do it immediately just take a little action towards it take a, a step into that direction that step could be just uh, you know looking something up on google or picking up the phone and calling a person it doesn't have to be something massive but over time it picks up uh, some amazing momentum and uh, really that's how I see that someone's life really changes through personal development. It's not the transformative, uh, you know, epiphanies of one day that changes uh, life. This is really not about it. It is the ongoing uh, process, uh, the... I was about to use the word struggles, but I don't like the, the word struggles. It, it implies something negative. But, you know, the efforts, I will use the word efforts. It, it, uh, there is an effort to uh, strive and, um, and, and thrive, I wanted to, mean, to say, in, in life. There is an effort needed. So the effort is part of it. And, uh, yeah, when you do something that you enjoy, the effort seems so much less and easy. It doesn't feel like an effort. That's why I didn't want to use the word struggle earlier. Absolutely. And you mentioned the small consistent actions that you're taking every day. And immediately two books sprang to mind. One is The One Thing by Jay, uh, Jay Papazan and Gary Keller. And then also The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy in mm -hmm. What Happens Over a Period of Time. Have there been any particular books that have been instrumental in your journey? There have been many. The, the ones that, uh, right now, the first one that came to mind was How to Win Friends and Influence People, because for me that was a revelation when I read this book. No one had told me those things. <laughs> and uh, the second book also, again, no one had told me those things. When I first read it, it was uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. I read it in 2016. I thought, oh, damn, I should have read that book like 20 years ago. Why on earth uh, don't they teach this in, in, in school? So they are, I believe, necessary in triggering some kind, uh, different kind of um, thinking about... Uh, you know, communication, the first book, and uh, money, the, the second book. Yeah, I mean, both both books have been an instrumental part of my my journey. And fortunately, I mean, I, I read How to Win Friends and Influence People right at the beginning of my early 20s because uh -huh. I was I was working in recruitment and it seemed like a good book to read. Uh, I, but I didn't then recognize it as personal development. I saw it as a business aid mm -hmm. and then rich dad poor dad i also read in 2016 and, and was instrumental in terms of 
understanding the difference between liabilities and assets mm. and from there that helped me to build my property portfolio so two incredible books that I highly recommend and agree with you that the principles behind both of those communication and money mindset should be adopted at an earlier age and be introduced to children at an early age I I, we were driving down to France a few years ago it must have been 2017 2018 and I, and we had it on the audio in the car we had it was an audio book rich dad poor dad mm. and we were pausing it and talking to the kids about the principles that they were hearing and I know that that has been bedded there you know don't need to worry about it for right now they're still you know early or late teens coming into early 20s and so I know that that will just be there as a seed that is planted that's a beautiful scene as well. And I had it on my mind, uh, you know, a family in the car and uh, having a, an audiobook in your psyche, that is certainly something that uh, I wish it would happen more often. <laughs> it would happen, yeah. It's a great way to engage with kids. We yes. do the same when we're watching TV shows. We will pause it and discuss various things that come up and mm -hmm. different topics. And it's a, it's a really good way of understanding beliefs, principles, values. So going back to beliefs, and you, you said early on that you have shifted and you've shifted and you understood that you could let go of some of those limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. What are the values that you are guiding you now, Aggie? The first one and always the biggest one is growth, personal growth. And uh, I will, uh, something I need to clarify with that was that personal growth and personal development for many years, I thought it was something that is about me because the term personal development implies that it is personal. But it, there was a point that I understood that it is not about me. Yes, it is through me that I grow and evolve as a person. But by doing that, I can fulfill my role of, you know, contributing to uh, the evolution of humanity, if you want, in, in, in my own unique way. I'm not saying that I'm the one that's going to do it, but I'm going to contribute my piece of the puzzle in the best way that I can. So personal development is not personal, it is collective development. Uh, and that is my highest value, to grow and uh, and to learn. This uh, learning is, uh, yeah, it's so important. It, it, it really drives me. When, when, I think it was Einstein who said that once you stop learning, you start uh, dying. Yeah, once I've... you stop growing, you start dying, yes. Absolutely. So fulfillment is a, a, a really big piece of your jigsaw in terms mm -hmm. of understanding what is driving that fulfillment. And for me, the word contribution, which you put in that same sentence, is the, the key to that, to understand what it is that you're contributing, how your purpose is being fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So is there a life without purpose? Do you believe that that's possible? What kind of life would that be? Yeah, I suppose one can live a life without purpose. And now that you say it, sadly, many people do. And they are completely unaware of it. And the whole life just goes as a repetition of unconscious events or patterns. Uh, yes, yeah, so to answer your question, unfortunately, yes, there can be. But that's really not 
what life is about without purpose. There is a purpose, I believe, personally, and we each have our own, unique, and that's why we are here in the first place. So let's find it and or discover it uh, or create it and leave it and, and fulfill it rather than living without purpose and just, you know, uh, going through the motions, achieving things that don't mean anything substantial in the, in the grander scheme of things, I mean. And I'm always talking about this particular element of purpose in my podcast, purely because if somebody touches on this podcast as their first one they listen to, mm-hmm. they will then go, oh, I get it. I see that now. Because that yes, it's perfectly possible to live a life without purpose, whether that is a fun, fulfilled life. I don't think so. But so so I always try and and put in that moment of you can exist, but let's try and live instead because that's so much better and so much more fun. Mm. And you're right. You know, the one thing that we all have in common in life is that we are unique. Certainly. And with our own unique special abilities and and purpose. So, Aggie, there'll be people who are listening to this podcast who want to get in contact with you. What's the best way that they can do that? Where can they find you? Thank you. The The main hub is my website, agikeramidas.com. There are links there to everything else. My podcast is called Personal Development Mastery. And now, because we had the description of the logo, I'm sure you will recognize it when you see the, the little guy uh, pushing the, the, the rock. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's perfect. It's a it's a really lovely orange and, and sort of cream coloured and with, with a bright, bright um, orange boulder there that's being pushed up the hill. So Aggie, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure to explore your world today. And it's been really interesting to understand your insights and your deeper level of wisdom and, and the journey that you're continuing with. I wish you all the best with. Amy, thank you very much uh, also for uh, the invitation and this uh, wonderful conversation we had. And I will also extend the wishes to you with continuing this uh, amazing thing that you do, making a difference. Thank you. How would you like to leave the audience today, Aggie? I think I would say I will reiterate because repetition is the mother of skill and what will uh, hopefully lead to some change because I think it's important to do something as a result of listening to a conversation. I hope it was, uh, you know, entertaining, but uh, I would like it to be more than that. So coming back, I will reiterate something that I said earlier. What is it that you know that you should be doing, but you're not doing it? Write it down, (laughs) clarify that, uh, or say it out loud, write it down, and then take some kind of action, no matter how small, towards it. And that's what really creates personal development and change and uh, all that. It's that small action towards the thing that deep down you know uh, you must do. So that's, that's my... Um, message to to the listener just do that 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 thing that the little voice tells you go take a step towards it you will be surprised 
How has this conversation had an impact on you? What value have you received from tuning in? What are your reflections with actions? Please take a moment to leave me an Apple podcast or Spotify review sharing how Focus on Why has made a difference to you today. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, simply connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.